Hello and welcome to the Nature Unplugged podcast, where we are all about cultivating consciousness in the digital age. Let's get going. Welcome to the Nature Unplugged podcast. My name is Sebastian Slovin, your host, and with me sometimes, and today, is Sonia Mohammed. Welcome. Happy to be here. Welcome, co-host. Good to be here. Yeah. Well, crazy times we're in, and this episode is all about these crazy times. We're going to talk about how to stay healthy and balanced during coronavirus in this uh, quarantine phase of our lives. Um, so we're going to explore some of our favorite tips and tools for how to build, build structure into your into your day. Um, we're also going to look at ways to stay balanced with our tech use and screen time, uh, knowing that we are all much more dependent on our on our tech devices than ever before. But it's not a lost cause to uh, place some boundaries and parameters around our tech use. Um, also, we're going to have some, uh, we have some exciting news today too. Should we jump into some announcements? Let's. Okay, okay. Well, before we get to the super exciting news, I want to just uh, go through a few a few other announcements, right? Mm-hmm. We've been chipping away at our Nature Unplugged book. Very excited about this. Uh, don't have a specific release date yet, but it's going to be available this summer, this summer of 2020. Mm-hmm. Super pumped. And uh, a bit of a sad update. We've got a sad update. It is sad. I was very sad about this. This is sad. So... Um, you may know from our last podcast, and um, if you're following us, that we had a trip to Peru scheduled, a wonderful trip, amazing trip scheduled uh, in mid-May of this year. Uh, and as you can imagine, with everything that's going on, this trip is going to be postponed to the fall of 2020. So we're excited that it's still going on. Mm-hmm. And just a, an overview of this trip, this is, um, we've connected with our, our combined forces with our Dear friends over at Flashpacker Connect, they run some amazing trips around the world, and um, we're basically going to be doing a you know digital detox mindfulness trip to Peru. Going to see some of the you know the best sites, the top sites, uh, Machu Picchu, Rainbow Mountain, all that stuff. So if you're interested and you couldn't make it in May, you have another chance yeah. in the fall. <laughs> yeah, once we can start traveling again, it'd be a good way to start your your traveling life again. Yeah. We'll see, though. This is kind of uh, yeah. touch and go here. So maybe yes. it's going to be... Maybe it'll be fall 2021. Yeah. We're just, we'll keep you posted on that. Okay, big news. Big news. Drum roll. Drum roll. That's, a great, that's a great drum roll. We have an announcement. Oh, we already did that. We already did the drum roll. Exciting news is that we have our very first Nature Unplugged online course up and running. And so basically... You might be thinking to yourself, man, this is weird. You know, Nature Unplugged, telling, me, telling us about uh, healthy boundaries with technology, offering an online course. And we get it, okay? But, uh, you know, as you, if you know us, we, you know that we're not anti-tech. We are not anti-tech. Uh, in fact, you know, we're all about using technology with intention, with purpose. And we saw this as an opportunity to, you know, we're not doing uh, our presentations, our workshops. A lot of our events have been shut down, or all of our events. 
So we wanted to you know have a way to to share our curriculum with others, um, and you know, online yeah. is a great way to do that. Yeah, I feel like uh, online education is really one of the um, bright spots, in my opinion, of technology. It's like a great way to get information out. Um, to a wide audience. Yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. So the course is called the Wellness in the Digital Age Intro Course. And you can think of this as like, like a boot camp to overhaul your relationship with technology and reclaim your free time. You know, so this is this is kind of like what we do in a condensed format. Um, so it's a series of videos, six videos, and also some, some worksheets and reflections. You're going to have like a 40-page workbook to go along with it. I think it's it's really well put together and we're excited with the product that we put out. Anything else to add on that? No. You did a no. Great job. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Okay. So just um, in terms of the course though, you can sign up right now. It's live on natureunplugged.com. Uh, you can visit our store. There's also a landing page. You'll see it basically when you get to the homepage. Mm-hmm. It's pretty self-explanatory. Okay. Let's jump into this. You know, Sonia, we're living in uncertain times right now. Yes. I've heard that phrase so many times. Every, <laughs> every advertisement, every email I've gotten recently is like, in these uncertain times, um, which is true. It's like, but it's just funny that it's become such, a, such an opener for everything. It is an opener. Yeah. But it's, it's true, accurate. <laughs> but it's been overplayed a little bit. Yeah. How do you want to say it? I don't know. Um, these unique times. These are unique times we're living in yeah. with COVID-19. Um, and you know we've we've been hearing a lot from our clients, from our community, just kind of the the various struggles of being homebound, working from home, kids at home, uh, you know, partners family at ma- home. partners at home. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. <laughs> a lot of time with each other. <laughs> yes. Maybe a lot tell of time from our with, podcast. Yeah, each other, and and not a lot of time, obviously, with anyone else. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, people are I think are doing a good job. It seems like social distancing and all mm-hmm. that, but there's. Mm-hmm. There's challenges that come with that. And, you know, I think our goal today with this podcast is to provide some some tips and tools, some things that we found helpful to ease that struggle, to find some balance amidst the chaos. Um, so we jump into it? Well, I just want to check in, actually, before we get into our tips, check in with Sonia, co-founder. Co-founder's here. Um, probably should have checked in with you beforehand, but how are you doing with this whole... <laughs> It's not the first time Sebastian's checked in with me. Tayson, how are you doing during the coronavirus (laughs) Um, quarantine? Overall, pretty good. I mean, definitely there are challenges. Um, I also, to sort of um, make it even more challenging, found a way inside my house doing a puzzle to cut. I think you should just, I want to hear the play-by-play. No, no, no. Uh, Play-by-play. I'll do it if you don't do it. Well, you weren't there. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Um, Okay. Well, just explain what you were doing. Okay. I was um, doing a very hectic activity, which was um, a puzzle on the bed in the guest bedroom. And there was a piece of glass sitting on the bed from a picture frame that we had taken out. And I didn't think of that piece of glass as very dangerous. And I will not make that mistake again. But I changed my body position on the bed and my knee rolled over the corner of the glass. And it didn't hurt. But I like felt that there was a rip in my pants and then was like, wow, geez, that's like a big rip. I wonder if I cut my knee and I looked down and my knee was just totally sliced um, down to down to my kneecap. Is that too graphic? 
too graphic. Um, There's but, children listening, oh, yeah, potentially. Sorry. And Seb happened to be out for a run <laughs> at the time, yeah. a little neighborhood run. And so I um, dashed into the bathroom, put some pressure on the cut, and waited for him to come home, and then yelled to him <laughs> when he opened the front door, and we dashed off to urgent care, and I got six stitches in my knee. Um, so that has posed some additional challenges for um, being homebound. Uh, just in that it like sort of limited my mobility. Obviously, it's on right. top of my knee. And, um, you know, I had found that taking walks, you know, a couple times a day was really a wonderful way to balance out additional time at home. And so that was sort of off the table. Um, but what I did find that was really helpful. Uh, well, can I just oh, can yeah. I add a couple yeah. things? I just think that this is such a funny story. And for, I mean, it's not funny, yeah. but it's I just explain for people that don't know us so well. Like Sonia is... Uh, and this is great, a great quality. You've been hardcore with your uh, social distancing, your uh, uh, yeah. your your coronavirus. Took this very seriously. Very serious, which is good. It's great. I'm kind of like on the looser end of the spectrum. I'm kind of like pushing the limits, trying to trying to surf still and do all my outdoor things. And even though people shame me constantly, um, I'm cool with it. But anyway, I think this is the, the funny thing to me is that you're doing literally the safest activity in the world. Yeah, I'm gonna stay home. I'm going to go in my bed and do a puzzle. And I'm out there like out in the world, mixing it up. And then um, the puzzle, the puzzle, puzzle injury puts us in at the hospital, which is like the most Not hectic the place. Urgent care. Urgent care. But yes. Um, it was seriously like going into a, uh, I felt like I was going into like a full on like alien scene. There were yeah. like spotlights, like bright yeah. lights everywhere. People outside. Tents set up. People outside. Screening in questions. Full on mat, full on <laughs> hectic Ticket temperature, mass. asked if you had symptoms, gave us little stickers that said we'd been through the process so that we could go inside. Um, yeah, like pop-up tents. Very intense um, in general. The silver lining was that I think people really don't want to go to urgent care or any medical facility right now because of risk of exposure. Uh, so it was a quick in and out <laughs> at urgent That's care. That's true. It yeah. was quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I felt safe once I was inside, but the, uh, the process of getting in was quite, yeah. quite intense. Yeah, so it was ironic, uh, but then we got hyper I think the takeaway is just don't do puzzles, you know? <laughs> That's not the takeaway. Puzzles are great. Just okay. don't, you know, have pieces of glass sitting on the bed. Don't do puzzles on giant pieces of glass yeah. with sharp corners. We we digress. Okay, um, okay, okay. Yeah, so you're back to your... Yeah. What's been helping you? So what's been helping me is that uh, I've gotten really into creating, like, time blocks on my calendar, either the night before or the morning um, when I wake up, I, I sit down with my calendar and say, okay, what's important for me to do today? And I commit specific blocks of time to these different tasks. And then I'm sure to put in breaks for food and, and just, you know, stepping away from the screen. And it's been really, really helpful just in terms of staying focused in a time where there's not a lot of structure. Um, and then uh, one of the challenges is I've been feeling like since I'm home and there's not a whole lot else to do that it's easy to overwork. So it also helps me have a firm boundary of when I'm going to stop working. Um, and then also just trying to do, do, um, more analog things before bed, sort of in the evening. So I've gotten really into puzzles, um, word puzzles, Sudoku, without Without glass, glass free puzzles. Yeah. But I will, I do want to get back into other puzzles just also without glass. Um, and one thing I want to like sort of do better with or create more time for is the creative expression and stuff like arts, crafts, coloring, drawing, um, playing some music, that sort of stuff. Um, but uh, what about you? How have you been doing? Yeah, I think I've been doing um, 
been doing okay overall, you know, pretty well, I think, mm-hmm. in general. I would I would just share the same sentiments. You know, a lot of the stuff that you're doing, we've kind of, I see you doing stuff, and I'm like, hey, that sounds pretty good. I'm going to put some... Um, put some blocks in my day for, you know, scheduling my work time, just getting really, I think it's for me, the the most helpful thing has been getting really hardcore with structure. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even though there's, you know, really for us right now, no parameters, um, building in that, that specific, you know, start and end time for work, uh, start and end time for, for workouts and things like that. Mm. Um, that's been super huge. I think, I think, you know, staying physically, uh, moving a lot physically has still been really helpful, whether mm-hmm. that's at home doing a yoga class or getting out for a run or, you know, doing whatever. I know different people have different situations and what they're, mm-hmm. what they have access to. But for me, it's been really, really critical to do a daily, daily workout. Yeah. yeah. And we, um, we, we put on a date night every week, Friday nights. Date night. We alternate who plans it. It's been nice and helpful and sort of given some purpose and excitement to the weekends as well. Totally. Um, yeah. And it's easy to sort of lose some of the excitement in your partnership when you're 24-7 <laughs> with your partner. So it's a <laughs> nice way to change it up a little bit. Yeah. I would say my date nights have been super amazing. Yours, <laughs> yours have been pretty good. But what? mine have been just like next level. No, no, no. Reverse <laughs> that. And that's it's true. true. It's true. Reverse it. Okay. Yeah. Um I think well, let's let's share. Sonia, do you mind sharing? This is kind of in similar, uh, in alignment to what you've already talked about. But let's let's share some of our our top five tips for well being at home during this time. Yeah, and maybe more than five. We're just maybe more share, than five. Yeah, we'll share what we've Shimini Christmas been finding helpful um, for ourselves, and then what other people have been saying they've been finding helpful as well. Um, so one of these things that Sebastian also alluded to, uh, maybe he didn't allude to it, but like sort of bookending your day, like really giving parameters to the beginning and end of your day and creating some routine around what you're doing. Like right when you wake up, maybe you do, I mean, Seb, I'll give an example, does some foam rolling in the morning, a little stretching, um, has sort of like a coffee routine and uh, drinks a lot of water, <laughs> those sorts of things. And then, you know, a time, a general sort of, time that we're shooting for to get to bed and, and start sort of going into a evening routine as well. Um, and along with this, creating some boundaries for the tech and devices too, this idea of a digital curfew of what time are we going to start using our technology in the morning and what time are we going to put it away at the, the end of the day. And that helps sort of support the, the bookending piece and allows for analog things like the puzzles that I do, et cetera, um, otherwise it's, it's real easy to get into a social media vortex or start reading news a ton, um, you know, at like 10 or 11 PM. So being able to put that yeah. stuff away, you know, a couple hours before bed is great. Yeah. I think, I think that's been for me, one of the most helpful things to know. I've got a pretty solid morning routine, mm-hmm. fairly solid evening routine, but, uh, just knowing, having that, those things, that kind of predictable, um, know what I need to do to set up for my day, know what I need to do to wind down for my day and have that kind of structured in, built in, has been really, really helpful, especially when there's, you know, uh, nothing, you know, we're not going to any events, we're not doing, you know, there's a, a morning routine just, you know, it's more coming from, I think, an internally driven place than a, mm-hmm. oh, I need to prepare for this presentation or whatever. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and then um, 
the the uh, you know working from home also creates some challenges. Working from home, and so we talk a lot about the myth of multitasking, um, and and not just something that we believe in, but that science and research also supports. That um, science believes in it too. Yeah, <laughs> uh, oftentimes we think we're multitasking, but we're just shifting from one task to the other quickly, and then you're not really completing either of them in an efficient way or in a high quality way. So. Um, really being intentional when, you know, we're at home during our day and guiding ourselves through our work day that we are focusing specifically on one thing at a time and not trying to do many things all at once. Um, and again, the, the blocks during the day, like putting that on the calendar has really helped me with that. Um, well, what's, can you get an example of what, for someone who's, what's a block yeah, and, and yeah. how does that specifically work? Yeah. So um, again, sort of at the beginning of the day, I'll sit down with my calendar and I'll be like, okay, I'm going to work from you know 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. And so from 8 to 9, I might put check email, 9 to 10, um, maybe I have like a call, 10 to 12, um, maybe do some like website content work. And then I'll put in a break for lunch from 12 to 1. And then, uh, you know, 1 to 3 might be prepping a newsletter, you know, 3 to 5 is sort of like miscellaneous, maybe... Um, tweaks and tasks, et cetera. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. That's yeah. helpful. And I think just in terms of the multitasking, I just want to add that we, we did a, we had the opportunity to interview, uh, one of the leading researchers on multitasking, Dr. Larry Rosen, uh, a few months back. And I'll do a link to that, that podcast interview. Cause he has, he has all that he's done all the studies and he has all the stats on the myth of multitasking. Yeah. <laughs> he's great. Um, I also mentioned incorporating more analog activities like puzzles. Um, Glass-free you know, puzzles. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, disclaimer, do at your own, you know, risk. But um, puzzles, you know, crosswords, et cetera, like journaling, just in whatever way you can think of, finding, you know, in the screen-heavy time, finding ways to step away from your screen and do something that's low-tech or no-tech is a great thing to work into your day just because... So many of us, you know, need to be working remotely and cannot see our friends and family other than through virtual means. So we're, we're spending a lot more time with screens than we maybe were before. And uh, it's helpful to be creative and intentional in, in using non-tech things here and there. Whether it's a physical book or, again, writing your to-do list in a journal uh, or doing crossword puzzles, et cetera, et cetera, instead of like Candy Crush or Angry Birds on your phone. Yeah. I, I think this is such a helpful way to break up, break up your day, especially if you're working from home, especially if all your social stuff's on screens, which for many people it is now, but having little windows of like a physical book, as you said, or a crossword puzzle or um, journaling, whatever it is. I think the more we can incorporate that, it just, it just kind of like, it mitigates just the, the, the negative impacts of the constant screenage. Yeah. And one of the other screenage, screenage. Yeah. One of the other side notes here is, uh, we actually stumbled upon some classic movies recently and, you know, in a time where you're on a screen all day, but you maybe still have a hankering to watch a movie or a TV show or something. Uh, we found that a classic movie was such a great option because, its pace was really different. It was a pretty relaxing experience to watch it. Whereas, you know, some of the other stuff we watch like Westworld or Ozarks or something like that. Um, 
is really intense. Like every scene is either really like emotionally distressing or like physically sort of <laughs> violent. Uh, so it just sort of like pumps, like, you know, pumps adrenaline and, and stuff into you um, and excitement into you. Whereas a classic movie, it was really calming and like the filming and the pace, everything was was relaxing and helped yeah. to wind down versus wind up. Yeah, I thought that was, and, and the movies can, because we watched a few Alfred Hitchcock movies that could still be super suspenseful and intense in their own way but it's a different right it's a different experience right it's it's like yeah there's just it's it's the pace is different right the style mm -hmm. of the the filming we were talking to a friend who's like all hip to, to film stuff who's mm -hmm. who was sharing that you know they they're it's more focused on the whole narrative and less on individual actors um so there's less like close-up facial expressions mm -hmm. and things like that so it's it's more about the narrative less about the individual uh, stories and they're so super rich you know it's mm -hmm. not like it's toned down yeah i think a, a similar one is uh like old-timey radio radio shows yes, which yeah. i've kind of incorporated off and on um and they it's a it's the same it's kind of a similar similar deal where just the pace is different the uh yeah it's just it's it's a wonderful relaxing way to to still engage in some sort of technology but not be you know frazzled afterward mm -hmm. yeah and then as much as possible, getting outside, getting a little nature time that's unplugged. We think 30 minutes a day is a good goal to have. Um, and we do realize, of course, that depending on where you're living, uh, this may be challenging. You know, maybe you're actually not really allowed to even go outside at this point. Um, but, you know, if you do have access to the outdoors, it can be something like just stepping out into your yard um, taking a stroll around the block, you know, getting on a balcony. And, you know, if not, if you're if you're pretty limited, even opening a window or just opening your front door and looking outside for a specific, you know, amount of time and sort of engaging with like nature gazing or outdoor gazing and seeing what you see, you know, whether that's the sky and the clouds or the birds or insects, you're noticing the temperature and the humidity, et cetera. You know, it really offers... Uh, an opportunity to relax and reset and to give your brain a break and also to, you know, boost sort of your emotional well-being. Yeah. I do have, this is controversial potentially, but I do have some beef with this, the way this has been, uh, at least where, where, where we are in Southern California, you know, every nature space is basically shut down. You know, the beach is shut down, the ocean shut down, um, county parks, uh, trails, are pretty much shut down. And it's like, I get it, you know, people people gathering in, in outdoor spaces, we don't want that. But like for, for nature trails and stuff to be shut down, I feel like that's such a, it's such an amazing healing um, resource for people. And and now they don't have access to it. So you just got to sneak into your, uh, <laughs> no. sneak no, into the beach. I think it's helpful Sneak though. in. It's helpful for the Sebastian and I to have different opinions on this. Did you call uh, me Sebastian? Sebastian, um, <laughs> that's a good one. I'm gonna start calling you that. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, I also agree with Sebastian. Obviously, that really pff, nature right now is so is so important for us and our well being. You know, in whatever dose you can get that. And I understand the challenge of you know, people sort of flocking to nature spaces in a time where they 
can't really do much else. They're working remotely. Everybody's sort of home, and that's the access that they have and want. That they're then maybe you know overcrowded and like high pro- you know people are really close to each other. Trails can be really narrow. Um, you know, be you know walking down to swamis, you've got like railings that everybody's touching and and stuff like that. So I do I do understand sort of the public health risk and challenges for social distancing. And I agree that it's it's a shame that you know, this moment doesn't allow us to get, you know, access to some of the best healing places that San Diego has to offer. Yeah. 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 It's interesting. We'd love to hear your thoughts on this, you know? Um, yeah, it's, and it's, it's tricky because like, you know, when I go, when I go surfing, that's my go-to nature thing. When I go surfing, for example, I'm pretty much, I'm going solo. I'm not around a lot of people. I often go to places where other people don't go. And it's really like a, it's the most, social distancing sort of experience that I do probably. Uh, and can't do it anymore. It's very yeah. sad. It's very sad, but I get it. I mean, I, I also, I also understand that when, when the beaches were open and the recommendation was not to go, it was like, <laughs> at yeah. least in San Diego, it was like spring break, uh, yeah. Cabo San Lucas on, um, on the beaches. It was just like yeah. full party mode. So I get it. Got to find a balance. Just let us go surfing. That's all. Yeah, well, agree to disagree. Agree so, to disagree. All right, the, moving on. The, the final, the final sort of tip we have is is limiting your news intake. Are getting really specific and intentional about when and how we're taking in our news. Um, so, right now, and with the way the news cycle works in our modern day, is that there is always a new story, like every five minutes, or like a new take on something, and so it can be really tough to break away from news once you get in there. And we have found it helpful to try to limit it to something like 20 minutes twice a day or 40 minutes once a day. And then maybe even designating a day where you don't look at news at all, like taking a day off, a news fast, if you will. Um, Because staying up to date with the news is useful and important, especially in a time like this, but you don't really need to be on it all day to like understand what's going on and, and what you're supposed to be doing sort of as a citizen or a resident in a city or county. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's totally bonkers, the amount. I mean, just like, it, and it's where it's so easy. I get it, right? It's so easy to get sucked in and be like, well, I have to stay on top of this. What's going to, what's the, the next thing going to be? And you're like, you know, checking every two to five minutes. There is a new, a new take, a new story. And that's like, but it's not really helpful, really, information. Right. You know, it's like it becomes habitual. It's like a thoughtless thing where I'm like, oh, I'm gonna check the news to see, you know, what the number of cases in the United States is right now, or uh, you know, <laughs> you know, how Boris Johnson is doing, or you know, like you get sort of tapped into these stories and you want the update as soon as it comes out, but it's like it doesn't really serve a, a purpose for your day to day and isn't really adding quality to your time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just talked to a friend, um, who shared that he had been practicing a uh, Monday, Wednesday, only check the news on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Oh, cool. That's smart. Yeah, that's a great solution too. So like finding something that fits your your lifestyle and your news intake, you know, needs and wants, but like reining it in to make it very reasonable and appropriate. What would you say to someone if they're like, well, I, there's no, you know, if I don't, if I'm not on the news daily, what if there's some huge update that I, I'm not... Uh, no one tells me about and then I get. Yeah. I mean, the fascinating thing with that, right, is, um, 
you know, most people are going to be checking the news pretty constantly. So even if you miss something, if it's big enough, somebody's going to like reach out to you You'll and get say a like, text. hey, did you hear this? Like, you know, so we're, we're supposed to be wearing masks now when you go out or, you know, people will let you know if you miss something big. Um, you know, and I've, I've heard people say that like, well, I'm actually just not even going to check the news and I'm going to, you know, ask my friend who's obsessed with the news, like what's going on, like a daily update from yeah. my friend. I think that's another, another, I think, tip to add to and is is also looking for a news source that's more like a roundup kind of mm-hmm. you know like a you know everything in a very short period of time you know NPR does up first that's kind of like a good overview of the news yeah but and like not, 10 to 15 minutes in the morning yeah, yeah. not even it's like you know eight minutes um eight minutes <laughs> that was an important correction it's important to know that you don't have to spend 12 minutes you can spend just eight minutes <laughs> Uh, but no, something that's like a, uh, you know, compilation of all the news in a really quick little yeah. blast. Yeah. And there's lots of those news out blast. there. Yeah. A little news blast is <laughs> great. Yeah. So those are, those are generally the tips. Did you have anything else you wanted to well, add to it? This is again, my take, we may have different takes on this, but I think, um, I think it's finding this balance, right? Like I'm not, I'm not trying to downplay the seriousness of this situation. And I, I think we all have to do you know, the, the very best we can individually, you know, protecting ourselves and protecting each other, wearing masks, uh, social distancing, doing, washing our hands, all that stuff. And like, do what you do, what you need to do. And then don't worry about it. You know, kind of like serenity prayer type stuff, Mm -hmm. like, like take care of what you can take care of. But if this is like an airborne, you know, I'm obviously not, uh, hip to the, all the details of the science, but if this is like a flu type, uh, I mean, can, can be spread like the flu, yep, yep. airborne, right? We're probably all being exposed to it quite frequently. And so what I'm saying is like, take care of business on your end, but don't be constantly stressing about it. Right. Hand wringing anxiousness over, am I going to get this? Am I not going to get this? If you get it, it's going to suck. You might mm-hmm. die. Uh, and then, but you deal with that when you, when you do it. But I think the con, I think like what I've talked to, I've, I've encountered this myself and I've talked to a lot of people that are kind of in a, uh, basically a constant state of anxiety about, am I going to get this? Am I not going to get this? Mm-hmm. And that's not that very helpful. That, that state of, of sort of right. fear. Right. Yeah. Being proactive and taking care of yourself and then knowing that that's all you can do. Like finding the balance between those two. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Continue to live your life with you know, however it looks day to day, you know, life goes on. Life is what happens when you're busy making other plans like that. Yeah. You didn't make that up though. You know that, right? Oh, no, that's a, that's a Sir Bastian original. Sir Bastian. Uh, what do you think about that? Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, if you're going to get it, this is the highlight. If you're going to get it, it's going to suck. You might die. Yeah, you might die. Hopefully you don't. It's going to be it's going to be tough because it's sort of like the flu and the flu knocks you out. I mean, it's worse than that it sounds like, but Way worse. Yeah. I mean, in terms of symptoms, yeah. 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 Um, but don't be worrying about it 24/7. Yeah. It's my take. Yeah, it's a good take. Any uh any other tips? No, I think that's a good that's a good rounded amount of tips. That's a good rounded amount of tips. Or is it a roundup of tips? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think I want to add, I'm going to throw in a little challenge for the yeah, for challenge it. for the podcast this week. Uh, we talked about this already, but but figure out what, I really think the news fast thing is is super huge and that, that'll be the challenge um, 
and just figure out what works for you, you know, not trying to dictate what the news fast should be, whether it's a morning off or an afternoon off or taking a full day off or doing a Monday, Wednesday, Friday only news day. Um, we'd encourage you to take some time, figure out what that time is and make a plan to incorporate a news fast. It's great. It's great. That's great. What's yours going to be? What's mine going to be? Yeah. Well, I've kind of, I, I like this, uh, I I just I like just doing the the roundup deal, mm. you know. Yep. I think I think for me it's going to be roundup deal during the week, weekends off. Yeah, and then a side note that Sebastian does usually say, "Send you shout out the headlines for me." That's true. Yeah, I won't. Time. Okay, that's a good point. That's a good point. That's part of my challenge is to not uh, entice you to read me the news. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and for me, I think I, I like the. 20 minutes in the morning, 20 minutes in the evening, and like really keeping like limited. Yeah, for me, that works though. It's not crazy. It's like I check the news in the morning, I check it at night. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's not crazy. Yeah. Stop being so judgy. <laughs> works for me. It works for you. Embrace it. Yeah. Well, with that, that wraps up this episode of the Nature Unplugged podcast. Sonia, great to have you as co host. Pleasure to be here. I'll see you in a second once we end this uh, yeah. podcast. And then for 24 hours um, after that, all day, every every day, Sonia time to the max. Okay. Well, thanks so much for listening to the Nature Unplugged podcast. We would love it if you could take a moment to subscribe and rate us on iTunes. That would be ever so helpful. Uh, You can also find our episodes on SoundCloud, Stitcher, basically everywhere you can find a a podcast. Um, Be be sure to check out natureunplugged.com for more information and resources. As we mentioned, brand new course is up and running. Check it out uh, on natureunplugged.com. And uh, yeah, that's it. We'll catch you next time. Take care. Bye. Let's say you have to do your bye. Bye. Perfect. Things change like seasons out of our control. If you think you should go, I will let you go